welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Welcome and thank you for joining us. If it is your first time connecting with us, we want to give you a special welcome and we trust that it is the first of many. Uh, If you'd like to find out more about us, please go and check out all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or our website. You can also connect with us there if you need anyone to reach out to you. Please feel free, reach out. We'd love to connect with you and we trust that you enjoy this time with us. So I have a confession to make. Um, In truth, there are times where I can be a bit of a control freak. Um, there are certain things that I like done a specific and a certain way. You may look at me and think that that doesn't quite line up, but the truth be told, you can ask my wife, you can ask anyone who knows me, I do like certain things done a certain way. They may be insignificant to some people, but they are very significant to me. And therefore, I can admit there are moments where I am a bit of a control freak. Now, if you're anything like me, you're probably freaking out right now. Why? Because we like a certain sense of control because we like to control the outcome. Isn't that the truth? And today we live in a world where it feels like so many of those controls have been taken away from us. Like we have lost a certain sense of control in areas where we really, really desire. Control. There's this moment in the life of Jesus where he speaks into uh, a group of people that he's looking at and he, he describes them. And as he describes them, I, kind of, I, I can kind of relate to his crowd. Uh, it says that, that he saw this crowd and, and he was moved with compassion uh, because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And I don't know about you, but I've had several moments over the last couple of months and of the last year that I found myself in that space where I have felt confused, where I have at times felt helpless. And many of us are looking at 2020 and we're, we're really trusting for, for a different 2021 as we've just entered into this new year. And the last thing we want is another 2020. But as we're going through our daily life, it's not hard to, to kind of see symptoms of 2020 wanting to make its way into 2021. So how do I prevent 2021 from looking like 2020? And I honestly believe that it all comes down to what I'm focused on. What am I focusing on? will ultimately determine the outcomes that I am looking for. Am I focusing on the things that I can't control? Because if I'm focusing on the things that I can't control, (laughs) then the inner control freak is going to be going nuts. And I just may end up with outcomes that I don't desire. The Apostle Paul 
he writes to the church in Corinth, and it's probably one of his most famous portions of any of his letters that he wrote. It's, it's, it's captured for us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If you've been around church for a while, or if you've been around scripture for a while, you will know this as the love chapter, where he kind of outlines love. And as he speaks through love, he then starts to speak into these moments where we don't have control. And, and here's what he says. He says, he says, now we see things imperfectly. We see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. And that really is where we live, isn't it? That's the, that's, that's the world that we live in today. We all have these moments of uncertainty. We all have these moments where, where, where things are like these puzzling reflections in a mirror. Like, like we don't have the full picture. We've only got these little glimpses that kind of leave us in a space asking questions and wondering and, and wanting to know the full extent of what that looks like. And we don't have the clarity. We don't have the perfect picture. But he, he carries on to say that a day will come where the things that are unclear will become clear and the things that are incomplete will be complete. And it's that day that we all will stand before God. And that moment, in that moment, the things that are unclear will become clear and the things that are incomplete will be Complete, And then he carries on the very next thing that he says. He says, but there are these three things that will remain forever. Faith, hope, and love. And then he says, and the greatest of these is love. And then the precious people who, who, who put together what we call the Bible today, all these letters and documents and, and put them together, they, they kind of ended the chapter there. <laughs> but if you... Flip over to the very next chapter, chapter 14 and verse 1. Paul continues and he says these words. He says, let love be your highest goal. Let love be your highest goal. And ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard for love to be my highest goal. When I'm focused on everything that I can't control. It is exceptionally hard for me to, 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 to allow love to be my highest goal when I'm focused on everything that I can't control. You see, because then I start functioning in, in skepticism. I start functioning from a point of suspicion. And I start functioning in doubt. And all that this leads to is me becoming a person that is really, really bitter and vengeful and ultimately very unloving. And maybe I've just described someone that you know. Maybe it's the person in the mirror or maybe it's a neighbor, but we know exactly what we're talking about here. But we have to stop and ask ourselves, if, if that's kind of where that road leads to, when I'm just focusing on everything that I can't control, what would happen if I shifted my focus and did something about the things that I can control? Heck, if I just took that scripture of let love be your highest goal, 
And I just asked myself, what would my life look like if love was my highest goal? What would those things that I have control over look like if in each of those areas love was my highest goal? When it comes to the things that I can control, maybe a great question to ask myself is, what does love require of me? If you've been around with us for a while, you'll know that, that question well, because we ask ourselves that frequently. So Ramon, if there are things that we can't control and there are things that we can control, like what are the things that we can control? Well, one of the things that I can control in my life is my actions. Something that you can control in your life are your actions. So what would my actions look like if when it came to my actions, love was my highest goal? Well, if we just stop and look at the actions of, of the majority of the world around us, our frustration lies in the fact that most people's actions are, are selfish. They're self-centered. They, they're self-serving. They, 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 they're always on the take. It's all about the getting, if I can put it that way. But if I shift my focus off people's actions, which I can't control, and I shift my focus onto my actions, what I can control, and I ask myself, when it comes to my actions, what does love require of me? Man, when love is my highest goal and I, 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 I approach my actions from that standpoint, then my actions become selfless. My, my actions start to speak into serving people. My, my, my actions speak into me giving. Me giving of, of my, my time, me giving of my, my, my money, me giving of my resources, me giving of myself. Why? Because, man, that's living from a point of love being my highest goal. So when it comes to my actions, like I can control my actions the other thing that I can control are my efforts. My actions I can control and my efforts I can control. You see, the truth be told, so often the efforts of, 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 of people around us frustrate us. That whole 80-20 principle, you know, 20% of the people do 80% of the work and the opposite is just as true. So how do I stop myself from, from falling into that 80-20 trap? When love is my highest goal, my efforts start to look different. I start to give my 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, just for a moment, think. What would your marriage look like? If you gave your 100% in that relationship, what would your, your relationship with your kids look like if you gave your 
I wonder what would your work dynamic look like? If you gave your 100%, you see, because when it comes to my efforts and when love is my highest goal in any of these areas, then my efforts will speak into that. My efforts will look like I am giving my all to my marriage. I'm giving my all to my kids. When I step into my work environment, I'm giving my all. It was the author Mark Batterson in his, in, in, in his book, Win the Day, that said that so often in these areas, we're looking for God to come in and do the supernatural. And then he carries on and he writes this. He says, if we want God to do the super, we need to do the natural. He he says that it's, it's not enough for us to pray as if it all depends on God. We also need to work as if it all depends on us. What's he saying? He's saying, when it comes to my efforts, I need to take responsibility. So, we can ca- take control when it comes to our actions. We can take control when it comes to our efforts. And we can also take control when it comes to our emotions. Now, we live in a highly emotionally charged world. Just think back to a couple of weeks ago, the emotional explosion when it came to a communication platform called WhatsApp. Just went bananas, just went absolutely wild. And we are talking about a communications platform. I think it's so aptly displayed the sort of emotionally charged atmosphere that we live in. Yet, my emotions are something that I can control. You see, when I look at my emotions and and ask myself, man, if love is my highest goal, then what do my emotions look like? I believe that in that moment, my emotions look like, like something called, called self-control. Like, like I believe that when, when, when I approach my emotions from the standpoint of what does love require of me in this moment with my emotions, it means that I choose to not be controlled by my emotions, but I choose to control my emotions in the moment. I love the way that that James, the brother of Jesus, said it when he said, you must be quick to listen, be slow to speak, and slow to anger. When it comes to our emotions, I feel like that is some of the best advice I've ever heard. Because we live in a world where everyone is quick to speak. No one is quick to listen. Heck no, we don't want to listen. My opinion, especially when things are a bit emotional, becomes super important, far more important than the person standing in front of me. But when I'm living from a space where love is my highest goal, then I choose to control my emotions in that moment. I choose to then use my, my actions. I choose to use my, my, my efforts 
get stuck into the life of the person in front of me and, and, and just take the time to find out what is the story behind the story. While all these emotions are just raining down on me from the person in front of me, I choose to be slow to speak. I, I'm, I'm, I'm standing there. I'm quick to listen. I'm slow to speak. And then I often find that anger isn't really an issue. <laughs> And as I engage with that person and their story, I start to maybe find out that what I'm experiencing is just the tip of the iceberg. You see, the love of Jesus, the way that Jesus loved, is never limited to his expectation of the person. No, his, his love is unconditional. And our love must be the same. So ultimately, we can control our actions, we can control our efforts, and we can control our emotions. And the fourth thing that we can control is our attitude. It was John Maxwell, the author, who, who, who said that your attitude will determine your altitude. In other words, what he's really saying is that your attitude will determine your success in life. That's quite a lot of weight that's put on our attitude. So when love is my highest goal, when it comes to my attitude, I believe that that the author John Gordon, he, he, he put it so beautifully when he, when he speaks into attitude. He says, man, you need to wake up in the morning and stop thinking, oh, I have to do X, Y, or Z. Wake up in the morning and start telling yourself, man, I get to do X, Y, and Z. You see, it moves us from a place of, of looking at, at the things that, that are going to unfold in our day as these obligations that we need to get through. And it's, we start to look at our day as these moments of opportunities that we get to engage with in our day. It's all about attitude. I don't have to. No, 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 no. I get to do this. He went on to say this, he said, being positive doesn't mean you walk around with rose-colored glasses. It means you overcome the thorns. And ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're a Jesus follower today, I think that so aptly speaks into, into our lives. Because the truth be told, Jesus overcame that crown of thorns on our behalf. You see, we do not overcome in and out of ourselves, no. We overcome through Jesus and our relationship with Him. It was one of Jesus' followers, God in the name of Peter, as he's describing God, he doesn't describe love as an attribute of God. No, he says that love, that, that, that love is who God is. He says God is is love. And as we stop and consider this portion of, 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 of Scripture, this, this part of the letter that Paul wrote to this church in Corinth, in 1 Corinthians 13, 
He, he goes on to describe the sort of love that we should be living from, these attributes of love that should be found in our lives. If love is my highest goal, then these are the attributes that should be found in my life. And he says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. You see, it is through God that we overcome those thorns of life. And as we seek love to be our highest goal, then these attributes will be seen through our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to focus on what we can control. I want to implore you today, encourage you today, focus on what you can control. Let go of the rest and entrust it to God because He's already overcome it on your behalf. I wonder today, what are your next steps? What is your next step? Maybe you're in a space where we say, Ramon, I recognize today that I need to choose to focus on what I can control. It's true. I've been focused on everything that I can't control and the, the inner control freak is going nuts. And it's causing such turmoil and damage in my life. I, today I need to shut him down and I need to focus on what I can control. I need, I need to focus on my actions. I need to focus on my efforts. I need to focus on my emotions. I need to focus so badly on my attitude. And ultimately, I need to let go of the rest. And I need to entrust it all to God so that those attributes of love can be evident and found in my life. In short, today, I need to let love be my highest goal. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for, Lord, the fact that even though life around us can seem so uncertain, that life can seem so unclear, Lord. Lord, I thank you that just as, as we read earlier, that things can, can seem so imperfect and so puzzling, like a, 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 a messed up reflection in a mirror. Lord, that even though things are unclear now, a day comes where as we entrust these things to you, that you come and make things clear, that you come and make the imperfect perfect, that you come and make the incomplete complete, Lord. 
That we do not need to, to get hung up and focused on all the things that we can't control, but that we can trust you. And that we can shift our focus to those things that we can control, Lord. Lord, and that as we just seek to, 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 to make love our highest goal, Lord, that when it comes to our actions, they will speak of that love, your love. That as we, 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 we look to pursue your love when it comes to our efforts, that our efforts will reflect that. That our emotions will reflect that. That our attitude will reflect your goodness to the people around us, Lord. Lord, that as we are longing for you to do the super in our lives, Lord, that we will partner with you as we do the natural and that ultimately we can experience your breakthrough in some really challenging times, Lord. But Lord, that right there in that moment, we can take that surety that you are with us, that you are taking care of the details and that you ultimately overcome on our behalf and bring about the breakthrough that we cannot bring for ourselves. We trust you. We love you. And we entrust these lives into your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for connecting with us. Again, if you need to reach out, reach out to us on all our social media platforms. We love you and we'll see you next week. Cheers. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.